Welcome to Our Calcutta. I'm Kelly Burt. And I'm Amanda Livermore. We are two cradle Catholics who had major reversions to our faith in our adult lives. After encountering Christ in this real way, we began searching for ways to best serve and love Him. We soon discovered that our world around us, where our Father has placed us, is where we are called to serve. These are our experiences, and we hope that by joining us in Our Calcutta, you'll discover a little bit more about yours. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next episode of Our Calcutta. We are so excited to come to you today to discuss the subject of Advent. Oh, I love Advent. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited about Advent, and here we are in the midst of it. Here we are preparing for Christmas. And so Amanda and I uh, were talking about the different things that we do to prepare ourselves for Advent. And we kind of came up with these three different areas of our lives that we really focus on during Advent. And they are preparing our homes, preparing our hearts, and preparing our our families for the coming of our Savior. So that is our subject today. So we can't wait to chat all about that. That's kind of a big idea, though, this idea of the coming of the Savior. So, Kelly, I know you shared something with me recently that I was hoping you'd share today about something that made that really resonate in your heart and kind of drove that home for you. Yeah. So I was scrolling my Instagram recently, which is where all good items of faith come from. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw that Father Mike Schmitz had put out a new podcast. He does these quick little seven minute podcasts and I really enjoy them. I think Amanda might have referenced him in a previous one of our podcasts. And uh, Father Mike was talking about preparing for Christmas. So walking during this season of Advent and preparing our hearts for Christmas. And one of the things that he said is during this time that we are preparing ourselves for Jesus's coming. So I think when we're little, we have these ideas of Jesus's coming. We feel like we're kind of memorializing the time that Jesus came 2,000 years ago, and we, we sort of celebrate that on Christmas. But actually, as we grow older, we know that we're really, truly preparing ourselves for Christ to come again. And so in that case, we're going to, it's going to come one of two ways, Father Mike Schmitz says. One is going to be either he's going to have his second coming, so he's going to come again to earth, and we're going to, to meet Jesus that way, or we're going to die. And as Father Mike puts it, human fatality rate is 100%, so uh, we're all going to die. So at some point, we're all going to meet Jesus through one of those two ways. And so he posed the question, what if we knew that the day that we were going to meet Jesus, the day that we were going to die, was December 25th? And what if we lived Advent accordingly? So for me, that kind of changed my perspective and changed the way that I saw preparation for Advent. And I know I shared this, Amanda, and and you commented on my Facebook because I think it resonated with you also. It did. You put the mind blown emoji, I think. (laughs) And so then I, I agreed with that assessment via emoji. But it really was, I think we hear things so often in our faith. We hear these phrases that they then become just kind of commonplace for us. So we're preparing for Jesus' coming. But whoa, (laughs) that's that's a really big deal. And so when you posted that and then I I was thinking really about that and I thought, man, I, I should do Advent a lot better. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I mean, this has kind of changed the way that I thought about Advent. And previously, I kind of wasn't, I was kind of flailing through Advent. I wasn't really sure what I was supposed to be doing. Okay, I'm supposed to be preparing. I'm preparing for Christmas. Christmas is coming regardless. So I wasn't really sure what the church had in mind for us during this time. So it was really, really neat to get this perspective. So I will say that with that in mind, I share that with all of you because it has really shifted the way that I've thought about everything going forward over the next four weeks 
One of the things that I noticed specifically that I wanted to share with you all and Amanda also is that this past weekend at the time that we're recording was the second Sunday of Advent. And in it, the second reading was from from St. Peter. And he says, what sort of persons ought you to be conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God? And so I think that kind of ties in really well with what Father Mike was saying, just in that what sort of persons ought we be? When Kelly and I talked about that, then we thought, okay, well, obviously we'd want to prepare ourselves well, which is why we came up with this idea of preparing our hearts and our homes. And then also our families, the people we love most are, you know, the people that we're closest to, because if we thought they were also meeting Jesus on December 25th, then how does that change the way that we're helping them prepare? We first kind of looked at inward at our own hearts because we can't really take care of others if we aren't taking care of ourselves. And I think that's such an important part of Advent. And one of the things I love about it, it's really a time to look inward and say, how am I doing? How am I preparing? And how am I walking towards Bethlehem? How am I walking towards Jesus? And and what am I doing in my life that's making my heart more open? open. I was reading St. Teresa of Avila, just a little light reading. (laughs) She talked about this idea of a dilation of the heart. And so when you think about going to the eye doctor and they, they put these drops in your eyes and it makes your pupils really big. And it does that so that more light comes in so that then the doctor can see if there's something wrong, what's wrong. The doctor is able to look into your eyes and see more clearly what's going on there. And so I think that's really what we're looking at in this preparation of our hearts is opening our hearts so more light can come in. That means being vulnerable. That means being receptive to what might be out there. Kelly's example of that Father Mike video is a great example of that. You know, you can see that be another Catholic video, but that day her heart was really open and dilated to receive what it was that God had for her. And so it changed her heart. It changed the way that she was preparing for Advent as she's done for however many years. (laughs) We won't mention mention the numbers. But imagine hearing something that changes what you've done for the last several decades of your life and what a what a cool way to change. So that idea of dilating your heart and opening it. But again, that's a big idea. So Kelly, what's some, what are some ways that you dilate your heart? How do you open your heart to start receiving more light? Well, so in Advent, usually every year I get a devotional. I'll get a special Advent devotional, something that I can spend time in prayer with every morning. I like doing something different during Advent, during the seasons of Advent and Lent, just because for me it it sets them apart from the other season. You know, something that I might normally do in prayer, maybe during my morning prayer time, is a little bit different during Advent, and so I'll add something to it. It can't be very long because I have a very limited amount of, of <laughs> prayer time in the morning, as I think most people do. And so just something quick, something that just reminds me of, of the season that we're in and helps me kind of walk with that a little bit. I think for me, just doing that, adding something different to prayer. And then also this year, I was very fortunate. Always, I make it a point to go to confession during Advent. But this year, I had made an appointment with my pastor for confession, and it was on the Monday after the first Sunday of Advent. So it was right at the start of Advent. Mm. And I didn't do that on purpose. I wish I could say I intentionally (laughs) did that. But I loved starting Advent off that way. It felt like I started Advent with a clean slate, and then I could go forward 
also going back to that idea that if I'm meeting Jesus on December 25th, I want to have a clean heart. So confession was at the top of my list. And I for sure will go at least once more again through the season of Advent. Unfortunately, I will sin before before Christmas time. And I just think that is just such a beautiful way to help, as Amanda was mentioning, dilating our hearts. What better way to kind of open them to get humble and vulnerable in the sacrament of confession? You know, it makes me think of when we did our COVID episode that we talked about how we had waited, you know, it was Lent at that time and then confession wasn't as readily available for us. I love that you, whether intentionally or not, got in there right away because although Father Mike says, what if on the 25th was when you were meeting Jesus, but also what if it's today? As scripture tells us, we know not the day nor the hour, you know, so good to learn that lesson and to keep doing that. For me, I also do my Marian consecration, actually every Advent that leads to Christmas and I reconsecrate on Christmas Day, which is always neat to consecrate my heart to Jesus through Mary. And that's just such a Christmas time for me. That's probably been something I've done now for 10 years. I know you've done that consecration mm-hmm. as well. And, yeah. and there's a couple, actually, we can tell you more about those at the end because there's a couple different ways to go about that. But that has been a very meaningful practice for me in my Advent and really helps me to let go and be open and actually allow Mary, who dilated her heart perfectly, to show me more and more how to be open to that light and that love of Christ. I think we all kind of are, we're so ready to embrace Christmas this year. I think we see Christmas as sort of a, an ending to this lovely year of 2020 (laughs) is I think that's kind of the point here as we're going through these different things is that all of these things are meant to bring us joy so that as we're walking towards Christmas, the disposition of our heart is that of joy of walking toward Bethlehem with Mary, knowing that at the end of that, that a savior will be born. And so what a beautiful idea and what a joyful thought. So, so the next topic is preparing our home. So I was extra excited about this. Amanda knows that I love, love, love decorating and I love it all of the seasons of the year, but especially at Christmas time. So. I'm going to interrupt Kelly because she won't say this, but I'm going to tell you that her house looks like a magazine. When you walk in at the holidays, from the smells to the lighting, she changes everything. Her whole house kind of, I guess, the, it like breathes the season that you're in. And it's it's really beautiful and very homey, but also just incredibly well done. You can tell a lot of care and love went into that. So I always love visiting at the well, holidays. Thank you very much. And I will say that, you know, as we talk about joy, it brings me so much joy to do these things. So if the idea of decorating your home or changing your home for the Christmas season overwhelms you or makes you feel frustrated, <laughs> I would recommend, you know, kind of not doing that. But for me, it brings me great joy. And I love the idea of just this tangible thing. So it's a lot more than just the way that our home looks, right? So of course we want it to look beautiful and all of those things. But when we change our home during the Christmas season, we kind of give this this idea to our kids, especially if they're if you have little ones, that something's changing and something really exciting is about to happen. So I love that idea of this tangible change. So there's a change in smells, there's a change in the way that things look. And so that they know that we're preparing for something. We're preparing for something really big. And especially Christmas, you know, I think you really bring it at Christmas time with the lights and the tree and all of that. So that really tells our family and just in our homes, you know, that domestic church that we talk about, that something big is coming and that we're preparing for somebody. And I think that's really a really special thing to do. 
And do you remember, I'm sure you do, especially as much as you love decorating, but when you found out you were pregnant and you knew this baby was coming, did you find out with yours? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because the the decorating had to happen in advance. Yeah. So I also, we also found out and we were having a boy or a girl and the decorating of the nursery was so fun, right? Because you were anticipating this little person coming and just kind of even makes me think of that when we're putting up the Christmas tree and we're putting up the lights and all of that. It's um, an anticipation of this person coming and we're making all of those little extra efforts in the one sense because it makes us happy and then also because we're really saying we know somebody else is coming. He came and we know he's going to come again and so we're decorating for him. Our last point is just about preparing our families and I think that goes hand in hand with preparing our homes because our homes are sort of this environment where our family feels safe and feels loved and feels church really within that and gosh when have we learned that more than over this past year that our homes can be these little churches domestic churches so we kind of got to talking Amanda and I on these different special activities that we do during the season of Advent and so we were sharing those things and different things that our families do or that other people that we know to prepare for Christmas and to prepare for for Jesus so Amanda was telling me something really neat about an envelope on a tree what was that oh yeah and this is something I actually saw that someone else had done but I thought it was such a neat idea that in decorating their Christmas tree they put an empty envelope kind of amidst the branches and place notes inside of things that they've done for Jesus throughout the Advent season. So acts of service that they've done, kindnesses that they've showed to others, just ways that they've lived that love and been that light bearer, that Christ bearer to the world, but not shared it with anybody else. And so then on Christmas morning, they open all of these gifts and it's kind of an exciting time as a family. But then the last thing they open and read out loud are all of these ways that they gave gifts to Jesus throughout the Advent season. And it's a very meaningful experience for their family. So I think that envelope on the tree would be a beautiful thing to do with teens or older kids. Something that we did when my kids were younger was we called it loving acts for baby Jesus. And it's kind of similar, but this was a little bit more visual because they were little and they needed that visual understanding. And what we would do is we had a an empty manger. So it was like a wooden manger, small, like the size of your hand. And it would be empty. It would sit on a table in our house and right next to it would be a jar of yarn. And at the beginning of Advent, the manger starts off empty. And as Advent goes on, every time that I or my husband or even one of the the kids would witness another member of our family doing something loving, we'd ask them to go cut a string. And the idea is that when baby Jesus comes on Christmas morning, that there's a cushy place for him to lay with all of the loving acts that you had done over the season of Advent to prepare. Of course, that led into some very like, you know, wiping down the table going, Mom, look at me. I'm wiping the table. Isn't it nice that I'm wiping the table? But all in fun, those are just sweet things and and just kind of giving that positive reinforcement to the kids, but also allowing them to understand that we're preparing our hearts in a way for someone to come in. So that was kind of something neat. We do the typical Advent wreath lighting, but a couple ideas that, that I read and heard about other people doing, there was one that was really interesting. I said to Amanda, I saw this. It's called Mary on the Mantle. So it's kind of the Catholic answer to the elf on the shelf. And Mary on the mantle kind of travels around the home during the Advent season and you encourage the kids in the family to do kind acts for each other and that person gets to move Mary. I'm not positive about all of the details of Mary on the mantle, but I thought that was kind of cute. And I know that my sister over this Advent has been reading a devotional with her son, my nephew, and every night before he goes to bed, they read a little line from their devotional. So just different 
things like this that we're preparing our families to walk towards Christmas. I love that idea. And of course, there are the Christmas movies, but we'll have hot chocolate and we'll just sit and spend time together, which again, doesn't necessarily seem wholly outwardly. But when we think about how busy we let ourselves get or how we may get sucked into our devices and not really spending time together, it's so nice to, to watch something together and laugh. But before we wrap up, I do need to know, Amanda, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Do you have a Christmas movie recommendation? I do. Well, we are big elf fans. <laughs> we do love elf, but I have to say our our favorite is probably Christmas Vacation. <laughs> That's a favorite of mine, but I will say my very favorite is Christmas with the Cranks. I oh, I laugh I, I laugh so hard every time I watch it, and every time I think I can't possibly laugh. I've already seen it 20 times. Right. How could I laugh as much as I have in the past and every time I do? So I find it so funny. So we recommend a nice Christmas movie night for all of you, and hope you find something funny to make you laugh and something beautiful to bring you closer to the Lord. So thank you all for listening. God bless you, and happy Advent and Merry Christmas and St. Teresa of Calcutta, pray, pray for, for us. us.